The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Good morning, you're on the Deadline Report. Kira Fresh FM and this is Ben Virgin with today's special guest is Morris Tafiti. Am I pronouncing that even anywhere close? Morris Tafiti Love. Okay. My surname is Love. Oh, I'd actually be very interested to go into the whole epidemiology of that, but we're not going to do that today because what we're going to do today is we are going to be talking about the Treaty of Waitangi. In fact, I suspect a lot of people are going to be talking about the Treaty of Waitangi this year. Uh, my perspective is to get across to people effectively how this is a very important constitutional document and it's very much one of the things that protects all of our rights, not just whether you're Māori, but also whether you're Pākehā and also if you're Tangata Whenua, although we, again, that's definition of epidemiology, so let's stick to the basics today. Morris, thank you very much for having us on the show today. Would you like to, just before we get too much into, because today we're just going to literally cover the basics, but would you just like maybe give the audience a, a bit of a, a sort of, a, a, well, tell us your story please. Uh, kia ora tato, uh, ko uh, Morris, Tiviti Love, uh, uh, no uh, Tia Tiawa, uh, Taranaki Whanui, um, uh, Ki Ki Upoko Te Ika, uh, uh, me Te Tauihu o Te Waka o Maui. Um, so I'm uh, Morris Love, and one of the reasons I was here is I, I was uh, the director of the Waitangi Tribunal for seven years up to 2003, a very active time when in fact a lot of the issues uh, that are going to be discussed this year were also discussed and, um, and, we, and we moved forward. I, I, I have had a variety of um, mm. Uh, positions. Um, I have had positions um, uh, as uh, uh, leadership positions in the iwi yep. in terms of um, uh, being, chairing the Wellington Kent's Trust for yeah, instance yeah, yeah. and um, other tribal matters. Yeah. I've also worked in yeah. government, yeah. in Ministry for the Environment, yeah, yeah. in uh, Māori Whenua. I've watched uh, the treaty issues yeah. come and go. Well, that, that's that, maybe just highlight and explain where your connection to the Treaty of Waitangi, because uh, I believe you're sort of, you've been from there from beginning to end sort of process, really, haven't you? I've been involved in tribal claims. In fact, my mm. um, initial involvement, uh, I worked in, in Christchurch, was with Naito. Um, I, I am have relationships with Naitau, but yeah. not, I don't claim Naitau ancestry. Yeah. Is it Natapui? Is it is that your, your, where you're from originally? Chia Chia. Yeah, okay, Chia Chia. Oh, that's the way. Chia Chia So, um, in, including um, in, in, in this area, mm-hmm. um, where Chia Chia has an interest here. Yeah. Um, I also have a, um, uh, a, a standing in, in uh, Ngāti Rāru, uh, uh, uh. And the top of the south, probably yeah. uh, that that connection, uh, uh, uh. particularly over here, is probably stronger yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, than uh, my Tiaki ones. But it, with my tahu, um, part of my expertise in water and soil, yeah, yeah. Um, I was assisting them and giving evidence yeah, to yeah. the Waitangi Tribunal yeah, yeah. Um, in relation to Waihora yeah. um, and and uh, the, those lakes, like yeah, yeah, Lake yeah, Ellesmere yeah, 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 yeah. and. Uh, and uh, Lake Forsyth. And so in that capacity, I mean, are you talking about the, your, your advising in terms of the, the ecosystem or in terms of your customer hereditary relations? Or? It, 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 was, it, it mm. was about um, uh, looking at Māori interests okay, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, in those water bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, 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 and, and the effects, uh, if you like, of 
uh, of the lakes being reduced in size, yeah. farming pushing yeah. those in, the quality yeah. of the water deteriorating, yeah. Yeah. and uh, of course uh, people know those as yeah, yeah, major yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, tuna resource, yeah, 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 resource yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, uh, you know their yeah. um, uh, their collection of uh, at the tuna heke yeah. um, it was a, a staple food supply, but that, that yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. the case for all, all tribes, but. Okay, I just yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll kick off getting into the whole issue because this is, this is what I see is that I see a lot of people that come to New Zealand that, who come as new immigrants and whether their politics is left wing or whether their politics is right wing they don't really have a full understanding of the, of the history of New Zealand so for, for their benefit I mean I guess that's why I've asked you to explain you know what why was the treaty why is the treaty such an important part of New Zealand history why did why did we originally sign it and well let's start off with what, why did we originally sign it and when I say we that's both the Pākehā and the Māori Party can you sure. maybe listen sure and so, so yeah. we go back to the arrival of Europeans in, in a uh, in a much more active sense yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in the north yeah. in Northland around 1814. Yeah, yeah. So the arrival of Samuel Marsden, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Church Missionary Society, yeah. um, and, and, and those ones was the precursor to, to colonization. Yeah. Um, that There was also purchase of, uh, of, of land at that time. Yeah. And, um, and the conversion of Māori, some Māori to yeah. Christianity yeah, yeah, yeah. started in the north, of course. We all, yeah, yeah, we all yeah. know uh, bits of, 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 of that history. So most of the Europeans from then till mm. um, almost 1840 mm. were sealers and yeah. whalers. Yeah. Frankly, they weren't the best of yeah. characters. And, and there uh, was at that time, there was also, you had a lot of imperial rivalry going on. So aside from the sealers and the, 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 uh, the, the trading people folk being here, there was also different representations of different nations that were trying to make little grabs or territory at the same time? Well, not, not, in, not entirely. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you look at it, yeah. the, the, the British sat there in New South Wales yeah, yeah, because yeah. the initial representation around yeah. 1835 with the British residents yeah. sent to New Zealand, the, the British really weren't that interested. Yeah. Um, neither were the Americans. The Americans just came for the, uh, the seals and the whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and 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 also the um, uh, frankly the goings on in Kororaka yeah, yeah. in particular, yeah, yeah. where they got together with Māori women. And, so this is where the, the, the thing is, is a even Marsden saying the hell hole of the Pacific is at this yeah. statement. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> sounded pretty and, good. And, and sounded and like that, a fun time to me, but yeah. And well, that, that <laughs> was. I mean, it was a yeah. major concern for both Māori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The missionaries couldn't yeah. control. Yeah. And uh, the Māori's. To be frank, yeah. one of the reasons that they looked to the British yeah. is, you know, that they needed to control their people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, so, you know, the, so the British were there. I, yeah, I'll yeah. just go back to 1835 yeah. because that's an important yeah, point. Yeah. Oh, extremely. When, when yeah, yeah. Busby yeah. arrived and that was when the, the, um, uh, the Declaration yeah. Of independence was signed with the Northern, uh, Northern Chiefs, the uh, Putanga, yeah. and the important thing coming out yeah. of that was the flag, yeah. and we're all familiar with yeah. that flag. Yeah. But it was a flag of convenience, yeah. so that Māori could trade. Trade and by 1835, yeah, 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 yeah. Māori were very familiar with the goings on 
in Sydney yeah. and, um, and and Melbourne and um, uh, and 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 others in, in, yeah. in Australia and well, you, you, you've even got you know Captain Howell was taking a crew of Maori were taking trading up to into the Californias by the 18 you know 50s so it was pretty pretty rapid expansion it wasn't just going traffic one way yeah, yeah. and and um, you know in in terms of my own circumstance yeah, yeah. I'm I'm descended from a John Argo Love yeah that's who in, in, in around 1828 yeah. Um, Arrived or was grabbed yeah. at, at Namutu, yeah. New Plymouth, yeah. and um, he married into the tribe with yeah. his crew, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and hence uh, my my surname yeah. is Scottish. Well, that's what I was wondering about because yeah. I was going, I wanted to ask you, but, I thought, I thought, but you've actually that's been quite cool. You brought, you've answered my question and uh, both questions at once. It's well done. <laughs> so, in summary, and we'll take um, a little bit of a break. But basically, the whole purpose of the treaty was it, it was to provide some protection to the Maori people themselves as much, I'm trying to work thing word, it was a means of providing stability to both parties, is that? In part. Yeah. The well, important part to, yeah, yeah. to recognise mm. is at that time, 1840, there were 2,000 Europeans yeah. and 80,000 Maori. Yeah. Maori were in a... In a they held Over, all the yeah, power, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in essence, yeah. and the British were reluctant. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk more yeah. about that. The reasons for yeah. the, the the British very rapidly making that that shift to actually send Hobson here, driven and part yeah, yeah. by the arrival of the New Zealand Company yeah, yeah. in Wellington. To start let's, let's, let's talk about that in the next segue. So we're just on the deadline report with Ben Virgin Investigates and Morris Tafiti Love, and we'll be right back.
Well, you've just been listening to Inga Iwi, which Morris picked. Morris, can you just explain a little bit about what that actually song is? I think you're providing a little bit of uh, Iwi bias going on there today, were you? <laughs> <laughs> well, Inga Iwi, part of these things uh, relate uh, back to the um, uh, Taranaki matters uh, from Pariaka. Yeah. And, um, uh, and part, part of it, um, part of that relates back to the invasion of and it it has a drum beat and the drum beat is about the invasion, the troops coming, um, the the gun placed on the hill and um, all the people. So the the troops and everything arrived in in, in Pariaka, basically the sacker. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all all, all the people with the kids in front were sitting on the Marae when dawn broke, and uh, was it with a, with a feather, with a white feather? Yeah, yeah. The white feather was uh, was the, the, the symbol the, of a peace. The, the, the it's, it's, it's actually we must must do a show on that at some point because I think Parrot is a story which we should keep telling again and again and again. Yeah. Um, but I want to go back to the treaty today because we were just saying that the first part. In fact, I'll let you put it in your words. That the first part of the treaty was. Uh, providing a bit of a stability, but then you see we started to get into the issue, which I think is kind of really relevant when we talk about the sort of my concerns about the TPPA. But back then, the first wave was of this corporate colonisation was your Wakefield Company. Um, so that's that's another part of why the kind of the treaty came about. So stop carpet bagging, really, isn't it? Well, in 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 part that was, yeah, and you can see yeah. in the way that the treaty was drafted, yeah, yeah, yeah. it. it um, in the second article, it's, yeah. it, it has the uh, exclusive right of preemption. Yeah. Um, right of, uh, it was not really that's the art- right That's of Article 2 that we're talking that's about, which two. is really, really yeah. important when we can talk about the importance of both parties. Yeah, you yeah. can only sell land to the Crown. Yeah. But, but before we get there, we've got to see what the two parties kind of view things. Yeah. Because they're definitely cultural yeah. in, 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 in that sense. Yeah. For, for the British, they sought and how they understood things yeah. was through contractual law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they saw it a contract yeah, yeah. between the two parties, and they drafted it in a legal way. Yeah. In that, can, can, can so, I just can I just stop you there? Because what I think is really important from the viewpoint of many of the distractors that. Uh, are not fans of the treaties and go on about oh the benefit oh you know the, the Murray's got all these benefits of the colonialism. You're going well, one of those things was the law, and that's the whole point. Is the Treaty of Waitangi is the contract, and that's it's not about a question of oh but there were some other people here before, and it doesn't matter. This is a treaty between Party A and Party B, and that's I think a really important part. I think thing to hammer home. Yeah. It's a contractual yeah. arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. But, we'll but, but let's, let's bring it back. It let's bring it back in, to your point. In, in, in yeah. that. But yeah. So the British were seeking a contract. Yeah. And they saw it in, contract, in contractual terms. Yeah. The Maori saw life in a very different way. Yeah. So they saw it as relational. Yeah. And they said, we want a relationship. Yeah. And they identified a new Queen Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and that's important because yeah. that still exists. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, they, I'm very keen to because Victoria. They, yeah, um, you know that. Uh, you know, it, it was about those relationships, yeah. 
and and you could see it. But can in, I can I can places. I get you to bring that back to me? Because again, I think you might have hit on something very important. So it was specifically the relationship, not just for the crown. It was with with specifically the Queen Victoria. So it was as much about the in, the, the her status as Rangatira as the institution she belonged to. Is that, is that, am I reading that correctly? Ab, ab, absolutely. Yeah. So it was about chiefs. Yeah. Tino Rangatira, yeah. yeah. all right, the chiefly authority yeah. with the chiefly authority. Yeah. So, um, and and we'll come back yeah. to, to but, the actual But also, very, because you said before, and what's very important is that, you know, part of that treaty of 1840, it's very important to also take the declaration of 1835 in the equation, because in the new declaration of 85, it's not just signing with the Rangatira, but it's signing with the Hapu. So it's recognizing these are these are people that have their whole, it's like the Confederation of the North American Indians. It's not just uh, this one country. This is a, a, a land of many families. And that yeah. goes back to the whole issue of relationships. So you, you were saying? So, you, you know, the yeah. treaty in that yeah. case was um, first with the uh, Confederation of United yeah, yeah. Tribes. Yeah. Yeah. And other independent chiefs. Exactly, in, exactly, in, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it was about that chiefly yeah. relationship, yeah. and that's how Māori operated. Yeah. So when the New Zealand company came to Wellington, Tukuni, yeah. a chief I'm descended from, Puniana yeah. Tukuni, um, he built a house for William Wakefield yeah. and brought him into the park. Yep. So Wakefield was there with the New Zealand Company yeah, flag, yeah. Uh, which looked remarkably like the Hokaputanga flag, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't yeah. um, there. So you know, and and at other par, yeah. they had they had their representative. Can, can, can we just backtrack because also that's I think if I'm. The Whakapuna flag, we're talking also known as, is that the St. George ensign? Is that with the, um, the red and blue ensign with the uh, white stars? But it, it's... It's, um, it, it's the cross. Yeah. Okay, the yeah. cross is St. George. Yeah. And in in um, in one quadrant, the four okay, stars. Okay, yeah, so yeah, right. Um, yeah. And, and so, the, but I think if it's very I, important... I call it the Whakapuna flag. No, but I think it's very interesting because I noticed what you're saying is Wade, when Wayne appeared, his flag looks uncannily similar and it's like, it's only the about one point star difference, but it's yeah, it, it disturbs me. Yeah, um, there to Papa had yeah. that flag, yeah, they've got it, and, 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 and wow, and um, you know, it flew over Petorni Park, yeah. But this is this is a very important thing for people to understand because people don't understand that I'm a political scientist and a flag is part of our constitutional mechanics and flags are very important. This is what we're talking about when our you know we're talking about the um, for, for for trading purposes originally was they had the flag for put on their ships, but it's also representational. This is what your country's all about. This is what your legal system's about. This is what where your power base authority comes from. And this is when you fly a flag. Why it's very very important. It's you know it's, it actually has real power, which I think a lot of my my Pākehā friends don't really get that as much as, as some of my Māori friends. And one of the important yeah. things to understand and what's different about New Zealand from all the other British colonies, yeah. Australia, Canada, the United States and so on, is the power balance. Yeah. And that's what's at stake at the moment. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. And, and, and what um, a minor party, yeah. that party and them are trying to, to invert is the power balance. Well, that, that's where I, I see it. And I see it as a, a very simple simplification. It's like a triangle that in some elements we have the 1840, which represents the, the Rangatira and the Iwi kind of corner of the balance. 
We have the 1835, which to me represents the fact that the power in the Maori world goes beyond the Rangatira, it goes to the, whanau, the greater whānau in the, in the tribe. And then we have the, the English statute, which is Article 29 of the Magna Carta and, and the Bill of Rights, 1688. Yeah. So, and all, those three, all of those three things work together, which give New Zealand this unique protection of democracy, which isn't found anywhere in the world. And I feel that those are the things which they've been deliberately been pulled apart. Well, I mean, just just jumping forward, yeah, 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 yeah. we'll come we'll, yeah. we'll come back to this. And we'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah, to yeah. the details. Of You're allowed this. to disagree with me, by the way. I'll, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> on the treaty, yeah. um, you know, the, uh, just starting, you know, the the power of Māori, all right. So Hobson came, you know, with yeah. with a fairly small entourage, yeah, yeah. you know, but Māori understood yeah. that. Uh, that Tinorangatira relationship yeah, 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 yeah. with Victoria, mm-hmm. and so they recognised that, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's that's important. I don't think they properly understood the other, the power that Māori had. Yeah. So that when a few years later, when Hook, when Heke went and yeah. cut down the flag at Kororareka, you know, the yeah. Pacific three times, yeah. the British. Bought their troops, yeah, yeah. right? The 58th Regiment, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and they had uh, they went in first to yeah. make battle at they, the, the, the highway. And the 58 were the first regiment here here in New Zealand, weren't they? Well, 58 yeah, yeah, yeah. were a significant yeah, yeah. regiment, and the regiment was all important. They yeah, came yeah. Uh, from from other colonial yeah, uh, yeah, situations, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they decided they'd attack Heke at or highway, yeah, yeah. and. Um, Though, he, though there was a smaller base there, and I think Heke was actually sick at the time, yeah. they defeated the British. Yeah. And Jamie Bellich, of course, yeah. waxes eloquent on this. And, and then they tried again in Kawati's pa at Rua Pekapeka, the bat's nest, yeah. up on the hill there. Yeah. A brilliant piece of military engineering from a, from a people yeah, yeah, yeah. who, in 1888, yeah. Judge Prendergast called savages. Yeah. But they, the British regiment was like the American military yeah. now, the, the greatest in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I'm just and remembering Howard Morrison's version of he does have that version of the where the, you know, the, the Americans are singing about the the, the, the bread coats keep to coming, and Howard Morrison does a version where it's like the English keep to coming. <laughs> Nonetheless, after all of the the, the battles um, there. Um, you know, the, the the British would eventually prevail just yeah. by dint of numbers. Yeah. Um, and in, in the end. So when we get back to the issue of, because I mean, today what we really discuss is why the treaty here. We, we haven't even really gone into how it protects us here, which we, which is fine. We can have a long, slow conversation, which I sometimes think are better than fast, quick ones. But when we were talking effectively about why the treaty was actually signed, what we basically boil down to, from the English viewpoint, it was a contractual relationship. And I think that's still very, from the viewpoint of distractors, you've got to kind of hold them and say, well, wait a minute, you've got to hold them to their own words. So, well, wait a minute, this is a contract. You've got to be honoured. But from the Maori perspective, it was basically about relationships and it's about continuing those relationships. So you can't just end a, tr- you can't just end a treaty. So, right, that's it, the treaty's over. Mm-hmm. Treaties are living creatures. That, they yeah. don't, it doesn't work that way, does it? Yeah. It's absolute nonsense. No. Yeah. I, 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 I shouldn't do this, but I, um, I kind of sometimes think of a prenuptial agreement. Yeah. You know, and you enter into this, yeah. and, and both parties know what's coming into it. You can't go 
few years later and go, well, I'm going to renegotiate, yeah. redo all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, um, it, it's a constitutional document. It's a founding document. On that note, and let's finish up, and I do want to, I'm going to, I'm going to this place, I'll probably listen, rewrite it, think a bit more and come back to you again, but what you just said, said before, it's a legal document, and what concerns me is that our current Attorney General is Judith Collins, and when I look at the idea of thinking about that this is the person that's going to interpretate many of the um, interesting legal challenges that we may have in this three-year period, do you have any thoughts on that with considering Judith's wonderful past record? What we've got to realise uh, is, is that this is a treaty, so yeah. it, it can't be... Um, uh, dealt with in a yeah. court. Yeah. Um, to to be useful, it needs to be turned into some form yeah. of legislation. Yeah. What they're saying, I don't know exactly yeah. what they're saying because you won't see it until they actually yeah, draft yeah, yeah. the legislation. Um, it, what they're saying is they're going to get rid of all, all of those things. Right. All of the legislation. Now, that's an awful lot of history that you kind of got to, well, eliminate you know, I mean it's um, almost the thing you when we we're talking about this in the preliminary conversation you ran the whole point is that you can't really do that in three years so I mean this is what they say they're going to do but the reality of drafting legislation that's actually going to jump through all the hurdles that they have to jump through within three years I mean that's a pretty tall order isn't it see the people inventing these um, yeah. ideas yeah. Are, are not lawyers yeah uh, politicians. In fact, they hate lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they're going to need lawyers, yeah, yeah. and the lawyers are going to tell them yeah. what you can and can't, yeah, yeah. can't do. We, we do have parliamentary sovereignty here, yeah. but it is an absolute authority. So, you know, there's got to be, un unfortunately, mm. there's going to be a, 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 a learning curve. Judith Collins yeah. is a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. She does understand those imperatives. and. Um, the National Party at least well, does one, one, have advisors. One of, one of the things that concerns me is that well, I imagine a lot of the challenges that we come to when they come to wanting to unpack the treaty that will be human rights issues or Bill of Rights issues. And what we've just had is we're in the process of legal change now where previously a Bill of Rights would have gone to your court, now it's going to go to a, a tribunal picked by the government of the day who will then decide whether or not that uh, government stance on it is in accordance with the legal interpretation. So in other words, they're moving the courts out of the equation. And that really, that, that to me rings with huge alarm bells. Three pillars of, of democracy yeah. in, in New Zealand. Um, one of those pillars is obviously the judiciary. Yeah. If, if you start to eliminate yeah. a, a leg on, yeah. a, on a three-cornered stool, yeah. your democracy falls over. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, is, I think, is, is, yeah. it, it, are these guys willing to well, that, knock it, it, over New Zealand's yeah. democracy? I don't think so. Is it potentially so. just the creation of a destabilisation exercise? So the idea being that they've got us destabilised and it's much easier to, to make advancements for that kind of corporate globalism. And I wonder if it's, again, you said not even a legal move, it's purely a political move, and they're actually fully, fully aware that they're not going to get the end result, but that's actually not what they're after. But I guess it's going to be a case of watch this space. Well, no, I, I, I don't think so for mine. Uh, yeah. um, remember, this, <laughs> this fight started in yeah. earnest in 1975, it really uh, got uh, underway in, in, uh, in 1984. Um, and since then, there is an enormous amount of jurisprudence yeah. and so on around the treaty. There, yeah. You know, there are, there are libraries full of, yeah, yeah, yeah. full of this stuff. If you think that one government 
tatty government made of three parts yeah. can actually overturn all that. Um, I, 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 I don't think so. But for Māori, mm. uh, there is too much to lose. Yeah. It's almost existential. Yeah. Um, if the other party forgets um, what it got, then um, it needs to be retort. Yeah. John Key got a lot when he had the Māori Party uh, in coalition. Mm. Māori Party got very little out of that yeah, yeah. relationship. But Māori Party saw it in a Māori way, that it yeah. was about a relationship. Yeah. John Key saw it in as the a, other way. It was yeah. a contract. Yeah. He saw it as a and, banker's perspective. And we've got yeah. now the power of yeah. you, and we can ignore you. Yeah. Um, not entirely. They did well, I think, I think it's, I think it's a, an issue is, is the trap. we're trapped in the mindsets of one people who are living in that Chicago school of economics, it's all about the money, and another people saying actually success and values don't actually always have to boil down to gold brick bars. I think we'll hold it, leave it there, and we'll come back next week sure. and we'll talk about how, you know, how, why the treaty is important. Um, and I think it's very important what we will say is that when we look at it, it is, we will be talking about why it's important from a Maori perspective. Well, yes, you will be. I'll be explaining, trying to explain why it's important from a Pākehā viewpoint, but it is something that protects both parties at the end of the day. Sure it does. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Morris Tafiti Love, and this is the Deadline Report with Ben Bitch Investigates Curve, Fresh FM. podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show 
first broadcast on Fresh FM with support from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.